You wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. It's harmless phosphorescence. Everybody, this is Throw Smiley, and I know a few techniques can, that can uh, help you manage that anger very effectively. Who's joining me this week? I'm Josh Cece, and I guess I have a little more kick than you were looking for. <laughs> I'm Brian Lesh, and like the Hulk, I was named by an innocent bystander. <laughs> I'm Alaric Weber, and I'm going with a completely different origin story this time. And this is Armless Phosphorescence. This is the podcast where we watch every theatrically released live action full length superhero movie ever made. Uh, we gather some research into the production and the source material, then we tell you all about it. Uh, this show is brought to you by patrons. Patrons like executive producers Michael Beckwith and Atticus Burkett. You can be a patron too. Go to patreon.com slash harmless entertainment. We got lots of bonus content there. And I would just like to mention, we are live streaming this on YouTube. Yes, you can watch us do this live every Sunday morning. Check your local listings to find out the time in your time zone. Um, <laughs> there's no local listings. Uh, we pay a lot to be the TV guide. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the top four shows <laughs> that stream on youtube and are listed in the tv guide um yes we're the only four people that know tv guide is still being printed um <laughs> but you can head over there um make sure you like us make sure you subscribe to us and leave us a review if you're listening to this in podcast form on our uh our your podcast listening app of choice whether it be itunes or podcast attic or what have you uh, we'd appreciate it. It helps other people find us. Um, and uh, we'll uh, send some good thoughts out your way. <laughs> because that's all we got is good thoughts. Um, so that brings us to our show this week. <laughs> this week, the movie we are watching is The Incredible Hulk. I've got a problem. There are aspects of my personality that I can't control. See a shrink. It's a little bit more complicated than that. Bruce, trust me when I tell you I've heard them all. Not this one. We've never seen anything even close to your levels of exposure. That you survived an event like that, it's beyond my comprehension. I don't want to control it. I want to get rid of it. As far as I'm concerned, that man's whole body is property of the U.S. Army. They want it as a weapon. If we let it go, we will never get it back. What was that? There's only one thing that can fight that. It's in me. Maybe if I can control it, I can use it. All right, the Incredible Hulk. Released June thirteenth. Scenes in that trailer that uh, did not make it into the movie. Yeah, um, I was surprised right. actually watching the trailer after watching the movie. How many scenes there were that weren't actually? Because mm-hmm. um, at no point did Phil Dunphy and uh, Bruce Banner talk in the actual right. film. Yeah. Oh, you're right. They didn't share a scene. That's true. He just stole his lady, and they left town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. <laughs> That's why we have a <laughs> podcast. Um, okay. <Huh. 
<laughs> but yeah, I thought we were just gonna watch the trailer and go home. <laughs> yeah, we're done. Bye, everybody. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Watch four guys watch the trailer. <laughs> That's our new YouTube channel. Four guys watching a trailer. To be fair, there's dumber YouTube channels. Hell, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> this movie was released June 13th, 2008. The second entry into the MCU. Um, it has a running time of 112 minutes. Budget of $150 million, and it made 264 so it wasn't exactly a failure, but not great by MCU standards. Um, yeah, we weren't quite there yet. I mean, I know I was excited to see it and went, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I was excited for it at the time, but it definitely wasn't... It's This movie's weird. It's got one foot in, like, 2000s um, style, like... Uh, like like daredevil um yeah like that level x-men like that kind of stuff and then one foot in the mcu and it's 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 got a it's a really weird hybrid movie Mm -hmm. it's also got a third foot in uh the 70s tv show it does that's true yeah they 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 make yeah numerous direct references to it right more than yeah that's a good point um they i mean I don't know. I mean, we can. I could toss off a few right now that aren't really plot relevant. None of them really are plot relevant. But like, there's little things like in the beginning when he's in that machine. That's an exact. Um, uh, uh, the the shot in the machine is designed after the shot in the machine from the beginning of the Incredible Hulk uh, TV show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yep. Bill Bixby obviously has a cameo from uh, what is it? My dad eddie Court, what is it courtship of eddie's father courtship of eddie's father that's yeah. right <laughs> um that's playing there's um uh they actually used the incredible hulk theme song at one point the really yeah. sad and piano the, the, the mm-hmm. lonely man oh music. yeah yeah right when he was when david banner was wandering yeah so um yeah they they throw out a lot of easter eggs for you for well, Lou Ferrigno, of course. Yeah, Lou Ferrigno, and well, okay, I, we'll get to that. But um, in, in the casting, but yeah, he wasn't. He didn't ha- just have a cameo. He was actually much more involved in this. Um, yeah. But we'll get that that shortly. First, we have a a few things to take care of, guys. We need to talk about a little something called the box office top ten game. Yes. Here it is, coming at you, folks. This is the game where every week. We count down the top 10 uh, movies in the nation for the week this movie opened, which is June 13th, 2008. The guys try to guess where this opened, and they also try to guess what movie I'm describing when I describe it to them, using only the uh, box office mojo description, leaving out uh, important proper nouns as need be. Uh, Folks, uh, we need you all to guess where you think this opened. Uh, Brian, you don't go first often, or at least that's how I remember it. So why don't you go first this time? Number two. Brian says two. Uh, Al, coming at you. Oh, dang. Uh, that leaves me in a hard spot, because I was going to go with number two. Uh, how long ago did Iron Man open up? Iron Man was this? Iron Man was like uh, about two months prior. Two? two. Months, so wow. A month, a month to two months. Because, huh, yeah, I was thinking if, if they were too close together, then Iron Man would still be number one. Um, this, uh, I think people were still a little hesitant about this movie because of the first Hulk. Um, didn't know what to expect. Could it have pushed its way to number one? I don't know. 
number three. <laughs> number three. I love hearing Al's inner monologue out loud. Um, I do too. It's, I just um, want that on what, tape. Um, Josh, what yeah. What was Brian's? Brian said two. Al it? said one. No, I said three. He oh, said you said three? three? Okay. Yeah. Three and one. I'm going to say. Oh, well, first of all, um, we could, not that it matters a single bit, but we can guess in the order that we ranked in the top four in the future if we want. Um, oh, huh. uh, number one. Okay, Josh is so, one. one. So we got uh, two, three, and one. And here we go, guys. Let's dive into the top 10. Number 10 Ooh. for the week of June 13th, 2008. A man and a woman are compelled for legal reasons to live life as a couple for a limited period of time. At stake is a large amount of money. Wow. That, that description was so specific. Um, this, it's like a waspy Brewster's Millions. Right. They have to just uh, they have to stay together for a while. For a limited <laughs> period of time. Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston with I, a piece of tape the room? No. no, it's not that one, but it's it's kind of that same thing. It's Cameron Diaz and Ashton Kutcher. Ugh. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> that made my stomach hurt. Okay. Oh. Oh. Um, uh, the, oh, oh, the tagline for the movie was get lucky. It <laughs> 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 helped nobody. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, no, I don't know this one. Um, it's called what? Po- oh, go ahead, Josh. No, I was going to say the boss's daughter. I no. think he was in that. Oh, yeah. No, it's called What Happens in Vegas. Oh. Uh, huh. An entire movie written and produced based around an advertising slogan. <laughs> what Happens in Vegas stays in Cameron Diaz. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> There are no points awarded. Actually, we all get ten points for not for not seeing that movie. Um, coming in at number nine. Oh boy, a group of siblings return to a land where they are enlisted to once again help ward off an evil and restore the rightful heir to the land's throne. This is the second Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. No. Wait. Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent is. The uh, Lion, the Witch, that? and the Wardrobe? No, that was the first, was the first one. Prince Caspian. Yes, it yeah. is Prince Caspian. <laughs> I, Prince Caspian. I thought it, because there was, last week, we, there was some movie that sounded like the Chronicles of Narnia, but it was something completely different. Yeah. This was the late it 2000s. Was, Every third movie sounded like the Chronicles of Narnia. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's trying to recapture that Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter Right. I was ta- I was talking about the Narnia movies with Jude yesterday, um, and how like the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe was so trying so hard to be Lord of the Rings with like yeah. the giant sweeping battles and everything, and that's not what that book was at all. Yeah. No. Um, I don't know about you guys. I read those books a lot as a kid, uh, like three, four times through, personally. Um, but um. I was extremely disappointed with the film adaptations. I, I read them in grade school, yeah, and I only saw the first one. I was really excited for Liam Neeson to be the voice. Um, sure, of Lion uh, Jesus. Uh, Aslan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, uh, there was an animated version when I was a kid that yeah. I particularly enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that um, one. P- PBS, I think. Yeah. Our, the books never really grabbed me. 
I was a big fan. Um, the best one, hot take of the week, best Narnia book, A Horse and His Boy. Uh, <laughs> fight me. On, really? On Twitter, yeah. <laughs> All right. A horse in this part. <laughs> I can't tell if you legitimately have an opinion about that, Josh, or just doing a bit. <laughs> I don't have an opinion. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, coming in at number eight, um, a young couple staying in an isolated vo- vacation home are terrorized by three unknown assailants. The strangers. Yo, yes, indeed. Um, so With you- Liv Tyler as well. Oh, she was in that. Yeah. Nah. Huh. She had a big week. Um, she did. <laughs> not since she uh, wore a schoolgirl outfit for her dad. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Here's Arwen. She's oh, yeah. got other things happening. No, she was Arwen. She was in Armageddon. You know, she did stuff. Um, so, uh, Josh, you get uh, five points for The Strangers because that's... Mm-hmm the number that I just saw on my phone screen. And um, okay. for the Narnia thing, um, everybody gets um, four points because it was a group effort. <laughs> <laughs> like Al guessed Caspian, you guessed <laughs> Narnia too. Josh stayed silent so he support. gets something for that. Yeah, <laughs> We all win a lion's pelt. <laughs> An alliance pelt. <laughs> Coming in at number seven. Oh, boy. Um, After being held captive, an eccentric billionaire creates a unique invention. Wow. So Al was right. What'd you say, Al? Iron Man. Yes. Yes, indeed. Iron Man still on the charts. Um, I would think so. Two months. Yeah. It was earlier. One of the biggest movies of the year. There, um, I'm wondering how often since Iron Man there's been multiple MCU movies um, like out at the same time still in theaters I feel That's like a good I feel like not often because there's like a three month window at this point or well mm-hmm. <laughs> now there's like a no window because it's 2021 but up until right. about a year ago there was like a three month window that things were in theaters I feel like one of the Guardians movies Mm. Either came out on the tail end of something or shortly before. Oh, or like Guardians and Ant-Man out at the same time, something like that. I think Guardians Age of Ultron too. and then Guardians, I think, right? That yeah, that, that sounds right. Mm. Yeah. That's... Sometime over the next few months, we'll find out. That's yeah, true. we'll know for sure. We'll let you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think, and I think the reason for that is because this is a different production company, right? Yeah. Marvel itself. Oh, well, that explains some things. Marvel made it, but it was distributed by um, what was it? Columbia? Universal. Universal thank Universal, you, Al. Yeah. yeah. Um, this could have this could have hobbled the MCU. I mean, this was the second foray, and it's not great. It's not terrible, but it's not good. No. This could have really brought the Empire down before it even started. If, if Iron Man hadn't been such a home run, right. Iron yeah. Man was such a hard hard swing and a hard home run that it trumped this being pretty mediocre. I wonder I how much it, they paid. Well, yeah, just to for Mark or for Mark Ruffalo for Ed, Ed Norton. To play Norton. Role. Yeah. Cause he's probably very expensive at this point, you know? Well, and he wasn't, we'll get there, but he wasn't just an actor either. Yeah. Right. Um, so, all right. Like so he did all the music. 
yeah. set design. <laughs> yeah, he, he was makeup. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they didn't have the crossover success yet, so it yeah. could have turned people off. But yeah, it was shortly after that, like, yeah, everyone's sister and grandma <laughs> and uncle yeah. knows characters from the MCU. I so mean, this could have blown it up. I mean, th- yeah, there was a point. I mean, 2012 really was the year it broke free. Um, all right, so uh, coming in at number six, a New York writer is finally getting married, but her three best <laughs> oh, friends yeah. must console her after one of them inadvertently leaves, leads her would-be husband to jilt her at the altar. Sex and the City? <laughs> yes, indeed, Al. God damn, and all you, the points. And you get sex and the points. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just the points. <laughs> No, we won't tell you who the sex is with. Yeah, that's a surprise. <laughs> that's the fun. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. So there's four of us. There were four of them. All right, so which ones are we? Who's... who's? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. watched the show names. enough to know. Yeah, um, let's see. I, I have a, I'm, the, I'm the, like, gross uh, ratchet one. What's her name? Kim Petrow. Samantha. You're the Samantha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do know. Me. I know all four of them. My, my wife was a big fan, so I've seen quite a few peripherally. Well, you don't have to explain yourself. Okay. Well, you do all the work for us, so I think you're Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, that's I, true. I, I I am half horse. Um, that's <laughs> terrible. That's terrible. She's a lovely woman. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, um, let's see. Oh, Al. Al is definitely the Miranda. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That was because so she's a lawyer. Funny to hear. And oh. and Al is well spoken. She's the smart I don't angel. Know what that means? But yeah, um, which leaves the uh, the one that was in um, the one that was in Shark Boy and Lava Girl as Brian. Heck yeah, Cynthia Nixon is that? No, the... no, Cynthia Nixon was Al. The other one, oh. the one that was in Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Oh, the mousy one. Yeah, what's her face? I can't remember her name. I mean, what are we talking? Uh, what's his face? No, I'm thinking of Sky High. I don't remember the characters from this movie. Yeah, from Sex and the City. Uh, well, or from or- Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> it's all. It seems so far back in the past at this point. <laughs> sex and the Lava Girl. Shark, sex shark, and the shark, shark Boy. Boy and Lava Girl, and Sex in the City. So <laughs> just in the city. Kristen Davis was her name. Kristen Davis, yes. S- say it. Say her name. Uh, Charlotte. <laughs> oh, Charlotte. Her name was Kristen Davis. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I'm Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the thick and thin of it. Coming in at number five this week. Halfway through this thing, guys. Um, in 1957, <laughs> an archaeologist is called back into action and becomes entangled <laughs> in a Soviet plot to uncover secrets behind mysterious artifacts. Indiana Jones and the the Crystal Skull. Yep. Yeah. Almost, Al. Oh, the kingdom. Indiana Jones and the kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So, Al, you get... Seven points, Josh. You get three points, and we all get a crystal skull bo- from Dan Aykroyd <laughs> and Gene Siskel because I had Karen Allen. <laughs> that's oh, that's right. And and Le Bouffe. Le Bouffe. 
<laughs> yeah, he's a French Canadian lumberjack to me. <laughs> Le bouffe. I'm pretty sure to himself too in his internal. Yeah, model. sounds like it. Yeah, sounds like it. Oh, uh, oh God, this movie. Okay, coming in at number four. An Israeli special forces soldier fakes his death so he can reemerge in New York City. I'll finish that sentence after I hear some guesses. Uh, oh. no, never mess with the Zohan. <laughs> yes, I was not expecting Holy you to get that. Oh my God, Brian! Wow. I was thinking that like Eric Bana Israeli team at the Olympics. When I can't remember what that was called. Oh, that was, uh, that, that was an a good intense movie. movie. Yeah, that was yeah. the hostage one. Yeah, was it? That was Spielberg, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. and based on a true story, of course. Um. Wow. Yeah, you get uh, you get like. <laughs> 47 points, one for each one of Adam Sandler's movies that he's made for Netflix. And a hairdryer. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, Coming in at number three, oh, Lordy. (laughs) A science teacher, his wife, and a young girl struggle to survive a plague that causes those infected to commit suicide. Whoa. Bummer. This movie stars Mac Wahlberg... And it's directed. It's all, the happening. Yes. Ah, uh, the happening. The happening. <laughs> the happening is the happening. trees. The trees are going to get us. That's when my like frustration with M Night Shyamalan went to anger. Oh yeah, no, that's the movie that tipped him from being a quirky and an uneven um, auteur into like a flat out like hack. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I didn't see this movie. So the plague makes them kill themselves? The trees. Trees make trees. people commit Plants. suicide. Trees. Plants and trees yeah. make people commit suicide. That's yeah. weird. And Mark, uh-huh. Mark Wahlberg is the one in the middle of all this. And Marky from Boston, not Mark Wahlberg, is equally disgusted and bored with the plot of this movie. It's terrible. It's one of the terrible. worst movies I have ever seen, period. Period. Uh, what, what and he's a science teacher. Mark Wahlberg oh, is your science And teacher. he followed this movie up with Avatar The Last Airbender. Ooh, yeah. I haven't seen that either, but I've heard terrible things. Oh, wait. This might go on my 08 list just because it sounds awful and I like when we watch oh, awful movies. It's crazy. And it might, yeah, I think it's a good candidate when we make when we get up to 08. Oh, which reminds me, um, we have our winner for our monthly movie, everybody, for oh, February. Oh. We have oh, our. We winner. should do that at the end. We'll do it. Okay, we'll do it at the right. end. I mean, if yeah, if you want. Reveal. Um, yeah. So, all right, coming in at number two, the Dragon Warrior has to clash against the savage Tai Lung as China's fate hangs in the balance. However, the Dragon Warrior mantle is supposedly mistaken to be bestowed upon someone who is a novice in martial arts. Hmm. Monkey. Drunken or something? I don't even know. Right. It sounds like this. This sounds like uh, our... uh, Like our... What was it called? Oh. The trauma movie. The The, trauma? Oh. Kabuki. Kabuki Man. It does sound similar. It does. No. Um, this this no, was um, Dragonheart? No. Um, this is animated. Oh. Starring Jack Black. Oh. Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. 
Um, the first one? Yeah, the first one. Um, yeah. And coming in at number one this week, Bruce Banner, a scientist on the run from the U.S. government, must find a cure for the monster he turns into whenever he loses his temper. That's... Not the government. One guy. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is a very good point. Um. Whew, yeah, so it did. It had hit number one. It wasn't. It wasn't yeah. a flop. It did fine. Not surprising. Nish. It did okay. Um. So yeah, uh, that is our box office top ten for the week. Uh, that brings whoop, us whoop, whoop. to our comics whoop. and character background. We discussed most of this when we did Angley's Hulk from two thousand three. Go back and uh, look through our uh, older episodes to listen to that one. It was a lot of fun. Um, but Al, do you have anything new to tell us about the comics and character background this week? I do. Um, I've got three new characters to talk about. Um, real quick, I wanted to talk, before that, I wanted to talk about uh, the Incredible Hulk animated series. I don't know how much we dealt into that um, last time. I forget. When did um, that run? Which... Uh, that was from 2006 to 2008, um, okay. which uh, surprised me because I could have sworn that I watched this when I was in high school, but I was in college at huh. the time. All right. Um, but um, so I in preparation for this I, because this movie wasn't on Disney plus, but the incredible Hulk cartoon was. So mm-hmm. I ended up watching like seven or eight episodes. Um, the, it ran for 20, 21 episodes. Lou Ferrigno was the voice of the Hulk in that. Cool. Um, Neil McDonough was Bruce Banner and we're going to see him as Timothy dum dum Dugan. Oh, uh, mm. in uh, the MCU. Hmm. That's yeah, cool. he, also, he was a howling commando. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, most recently in my viewing, uh, he's been a uh, recurring character, Damien Dark, in the Arrowverse. In your viewing? Yeah, in my viewing. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I like to picture it's, being a show only you can see. Fantastic and Band of Brothers, too. Yeah. That's where I know him. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, we had John Vernon as General Ross. He was the dean from Animal House. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mark Hamill as Gargoyle, a reluctant servant of the leader. Uh, Luke Perry as Rick Jones, uh, oh. whose motorcycle antics created the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Who? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I was giving... Go ahead. Go ahead, Al. All right. Yeah. Uh, Matt Frewer as the leader. Uh, Robert Hayes uh, did <laughs> from, an episode as Iron Man slash Tony Stark. He's from uh, Airplane. That's right? yeah, that Robert Hayes. Uh, Richard Greco was the Ghost Rider in an episode. The Greco. The Greco. Wow. Um, this one really surprised me. Kathy Ireland uh, played Ogress for five <laughs> episodes. Get us Kathy Ireland. <laughs> Um, okay. And uh, Maurice LaMarche as Doctor Strange. Nice. Maurice. And there were a couple of times uh, when he he's uh, talking to his journal. Talking to his journal? I don't know. But he, he refers did in the to his, show, I yeah, think, right? He refers to himself as Dr. Robert Bruce Banner, reflecting on uh, the mistake that Stan Lee made mm. way back in the day when he mistakenly called him Bob Banner and they had to retroactively change his name. To Robert Bruce Banner. 
<laughs> it could have just been something he missaid. No. <laughs> well, that's not how Marvel does it. It becomes yeah. a no prize at some point if you do that. You know. Yeah. He, he, he put it in print. It's all right. You know, at so, Marvel, Marvel and Star Wars are so similar in that George Lucas mm. does something half-assed, like just one-off thing that like means nothing, and suddenly you have like three like um, novels about it. Right. You yeah. have to incorporate it. In. Mm. Yeah. You know, we all remember the Bosque and Dengar books. <laughs> oh, Lordy. <laughs> we all do. Anyways, Al. Uh, yeah, moving on to new characters that we see in this film. First, we've got Emil Blonsky, uh, The Abomination. Uh. Created by Stan Lee and artist Gil Kane. First appeared in Tales to Astonish number 90, April of 1967. Wow, been around that long. Yeah. Um, Stan Lee chose the name The Abomination um, because he realized it hadn't been used yet. Uh, <laughs> I bet all sorts of names hadn't been used yet back then. Yeah. He found um, each one. But he chose the name before coming up with uh, the character background or his appearance. He just came up with the name. Uh, he went to Gil Kane and told him to make him bigger and stronger than the Hulk and we'll have a lot of fun with him. Gil Kane is awesome. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Just throwing that up. <laughs> so, uh, Emil Blonsky was introduced as a KGB agent who deliberately exposed himself to a greater quantity of gamma radiation than that to which Bruce Banner was initially exposed. He did this using a machine which Banner was planning to use to commit suicide. Whoa. He became a large, scaly humanoid, even stronger than the Hulk, and defeated Hulk in their first battle. That checks out. Yeah. <laughs> the Abomination is similar to the Hulk in his strength, stamina, speed, durability, and regenerator, regenerative powers. <laughs> Unlike and their views on the environment. <laughs> Unlike the Hulk, he retained his intellect after transforming, and he cannot change back to human form. So he's uh, a talkie drunk. A tr- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a trade-off. Okay. He has gills and can breathe underwater, and what? he can enter a state of suspended animation when deprived of oxygen for long periods of time. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's called passing out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, in the comics, so that's looks like a bat. He's got big bat ears, like on his face. Yes, you're right. He does. Uh, Those like winged. A, uh, yeah. Kind of like the. The creature from the Black Lagoon, almost? Yeah. Mm. Ish, ish, yeah. yeah. Or dragon-like. Anyway. Um, his strength does not increase in proportion to his level of anger. Oh, that's helpful. Um, well, that's how uh, the Hulk was would be able to beat him in the future, because the Hulk gets stronger when he gets right. angrier. So in a yeah. suspended fight, the Hulk would ultimately win. That's what I mean. It's a great choice. If they both had that ability, it would never end. Yeah. 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 Which actually makes the end of this movie make a little bit more sense now that I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. The character of the Abomination would develop over the years, uh, shifting from savage brute to master schemer to tortured soul to repentant villain and occasional defender of the weak. <laughs> and I think you ran for dog catcher at some point. I was going to yeah. say, to, to America's sweetheart. 
He's I've been a pauper, a peasant, a pirate, a poet, a pawn, and a king. Around the time of this movie's production, uh, comics abomination <laughs> was killed in battle by Red Hulk. Ooh. Later, he would be resurrected with the ability to project Hellfire. Then a cloned abomination would have the ability to track the Hulk and the power of gamma manipulation. Wait, wait. So could he do stuff to the Hulk, like through the gamma manipulation, like take away his gamma powers? Uh, yes or no. Um, yeah, I don't know. But he could. <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> Those are, are literally the three options. Yeah. yeah. Yes. No. I pick, don't know. Pick one. Um, but uh, he he could like uh, project gamma or gamma radiation, uh, and it would harm. See, the Hulk would normally be able to absorb uh, gamma radiation, but like. Abomination was able to throw so much at him that it that it actually hurt him or something like that. That's mm-hmm. that's what I read. Never read those comics. Um, there there was a character uh, called A Bomb, um, which is <laughs> what I started calling Abomination like halfway through uh, <laughs> when I instead of writing Abomination, I just. Well, A-bomb. A-bomb. when you get that close uh, to him, then, you know, he lets you he lets you do that. Yeah. yeah. When you're in the entourage. Um, that was actually Rick Jones, um, who oh. at some point after the death of the original abomination, like inexplicably, inexplicably turned into this um, creature that looked like abomination, but had like uh, a metal skin, metal shell, hmm. something like hmm. that. Didn't look a, a ton into that because... Um, uh, yeah, because he's not stuff. in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. So Rick Jones finally turned into a monster. That's curious. Similar he's, to Rick James. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to Samuel Stearns, uh, created by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko, first appeared in Tales to Astonish number sixty-two, December of nineteen sixty-four. Stearns worked as a janitor in a Boise, Idaho chemical plants. Um, <laughs> he was not a scientist. Uh, Stearns is bombarded with gamma radiation during an explosion of radioactive materials. He is mutated into a green skinned, super intelligent entity with an oversized brain and cranium. Leader. <laughs> he calls himself the leader. So says the leader. <laughs> so says he. Uh, and embarks on a career of crime, creating artificial henchmen known as the humanoids. Uh, They're also a it? prog rock band. Yeah. <laughs> the humanoid. <clears throat> Pardon me. Uh, despite his genius level intellect. <laughs> <laughs> the the leader is repeatedly foiled by the Hulk. Aren't they always? So, we're proving that it's brawn over brains. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, finally, I've got way more on Dr. Leonard Sampson than this movie deserves. Um, Who played uh, Sampson? Who is Dr. Leonard Sampson? Phil Dunphy. Oh! Whoa! He becomes... 
I didn't even put that together. In the comics, Samson has green hair, right? And is like yeah. super muscular, like Hercules and those hair. Ah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, since, uh, uh, since the character name shows up here, um, I thought I'd throw it out since we're, he doesn't show up anywhere else in any of the movies so far. Uh, Dr. Leonard Sampson, created by writer Roy Thomas and artist Herb Trimp, or Trimpy, whatever, first appeared in Incredible Hulk number 141, July of 71. He was born Leonard Skivorsky Jr. Uh, as an adult, he was he was a college professor and psychiatrist. Um, he worked with Banner in trying to cure his Hulkism. Hulk, his Hulkamania. I yeah. I used the phrase Hulkism in my notes, thinking it was funny, but apparently it's just a thing. Well, it's a condition. I, it's no joke. I made it's it up joke. myself. Oh, uh, oh, parallel thinking. Now. Just got- <laughs> parallel thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You discovered it, so naturally it, it's named after. <laughs> it's called it's not in the article. Yeah, aka um Owl Syndrome. <laughs> since he named it. <laughs> uh while working uh with uh, Leonard Skavorsky, um Banner is temporarily cured of by siphoning off his gamma radiation. Leonard himself exposed himself to some of this radiation, which gives him a superhumanly strong and muscular physique, and it causes his hair to grow long and turn green. It's so funny. Everybody's always like, yo, yo, let me have a taste of that. Right. Gamma radiation. Like, this is some good gamma. (laughs) Don't bogart the gamma bong. (laughs) Do not. Let me have some. Before the radiation is in his body eventually stabilized, his strength was proportionate to the length of his hair. <laughs> <laughs> like Samson from the Bible. Yes. Like Samson. Conveniently enough, um, his mom had given the nickname of Samson to his father, Leonard Sr., because <laughs> his father had long hair. Um, They're all, so, we, we named the dog Indiana. <laughs> So Leonard Jr. Uh, took on the moniker of Samson himself. Uh, Doc Samson's flirting with Betty Ross causes Banner to grow jealous and re-expose himself to the gamma radiation, <laughs> becoming the Hulk again to battle Doc Samson. Yeah, in, in this oh, movie, Lord. It, was, it was a little too much like Superman. You know, like, take my powers away, bang Lois, get back in this chamber thing, get my powers back. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's unnecessary. Feeling guilty about his role in his patient's return to Hulkism, Samson would devote (laughs) much of his time to working with Banner in years to come. Um, He's a genius psychiatrist, not worthy of a whistle because he's not a general genius intellect, but he is a skilled combatant, technician, and inventor. Aren't they all? Yeah. He has superhuman strength and durability, immunity to earthly diseases, and a resistance to telepathy. <laughs> all right. That's all I know about that. Woo. Thank you, Al. Um, wow. I did not re- <laughs> Yeah. I had no idea that he, he was that. Uh, that oh, Phil Dunphy um, was an actual person. Anyways. Right. Um, there was... Uh, where was it? Um in reference to the comics and this movie, not just the characters, 
Um, but uh, the origin story that they had here uh, in the movie was actually, it actually references Ultimate Marvel's take on the Hulk, um, oh. which also had him created in an attempt to make super soldiers. Okay. Right. Well, and they allude to, to Steve Rogers and that. Yeah, even um, right down to it got it got put on ice the yeah. whole project. Yeah, um, we yeah we get the from Tony. <laughs> um, all right, thanks, Al. Um, so I just there was a there was a there was a <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it looked like you froze or oh. I froze. Um, there was a a scene that didn't make it. Uh, it was filmed, but um, like Banner went up north to commit suicide um, Jesus. and there was a, a quick there's a quick shot at the end of that scene that uh briefly showed captain america frozen in the ice oh interesting <laughs> they just pass each other <laughs> uh uh all right okay so thanks al um i also i wa- wanted to briefly uh, touch back on the Incredible Hulk TV series, which we did talk about a bit in um, our Hulk episode from 2003. But uh, just briefly to to recap that, that was probably the most successful Marvel property on screen prior mm-hmm. to um, a lot of the... Pro- oh, probably prior to the Spider-Man movie. Um, Raimi's Spider-Man. Um, it ran for... Uh, in one form or another... It, from 1977 to 1991. Um, through- I remember being a kid, <clears throat> and on, <laughs> in general, on uh, Fridays, um, it would be that and um, the Dukes of Hazard back to back. Wow. I remember being very excited for that. Yeah. Towards the end, it, it ran in the form of a bucket of water. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. <laughs> Eagle. <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, it started off with um, two uh, TV movies, um, The Incredible Hulk um, and uh, The Return of the Incredible Hulk, both of which... Sex. <laughs> both, yeah. Sex in the City and The Incredible Hulk, <laughs> um, both of which were th- shown theatrically in other parts of the world. Not in the U.S., so they did not make uh. our original list, but... They will be coming up on our extended list once we get through our main list. So their and, interpretation of Daredevil wasn't bad. Their Hulk is very weird. Well, I, in I that mean, movie. Yeah. Um, well, and his name was David Banner because in 1977, uh, yeah. the name Bruce was synonymous with gay culture. So they thought everyone would think he was gay if he was named Bruce in 1977. Um, that is a. Uh... <laughs> Society is so fucking weird. Sorry. Yes, it is. Um, the uh, final, um, I guess 1990, not 1991. Um, the final uh, uh, Hulk movie was in 1990. Um, there was a series which ran 80, 80 uh, episodes and five different movies, counting the first two, uh, which I was just talking about. The last one was The Death of the Incredible Hulk, which was from 1990. Um, a th- Sixth movie, a sixth TV movie, was in production. Um, it was going to be called Revenge of the Incredible Hulk, but um, it was canceled when Bill Bixby tragically uh, passed away from cancer in 1993. So, 
Uh, pour one out for Bill Bixby. He was a great David Banner. <laughs> um, he was. He was. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that. Um, this movie itself um, was originally going to be a sequel to Ang Lee's 2003 Hulk. Um, even going into production, they were considering it a soft sequel. Um, they actually, at one point, um, decided, made up a name, said it was a requel, which is half reboot, oh. half sequel. Um, <laughs> thank you, Hollywood, for, <laughs> for um, doing that. This might be a sort of a Mandela thing, but I'm, I feel like I remember at some point um, reading an article about Peter Skarsgård being the leader in a Hulk movie. I don't know. I made it up. All right. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, this, um, let's see. Uh, so basically they, they were planning a sequel all along. Like as soon as Ang Lee's Hulk came out, Ang Lee very quickly said, no, I'm not making another one of these. So he was out as a uh, director and, and or writer. Um, I think that's a good choice. We talked about it during the first Hulk movie. Uh, it, it was not the right movie for Ang Lee, who's quite an accomplished director. Yeah, he was. A- Ang Lee's work is great, but it was weird and wrong. <laughs> it was not a good fit. Yeah. Um, uh, Abomination was going to be the main villain um, pretty much from the get-go. The leader was considered also... Um, they uh they dece- they they decided um when they really started getting going on this one to uh um classify Angley's as a parallel universe one shot okay <laughs> yeah they have all, like they were already classifying all this stuff and being like this is canon and that's not but then it's a parallel universe um, right uh, so uh, it was directed by uh, Louis Leterrier, who is a French filmmaker. He made uh, the Transporter films, uh, the 2010 Clash of the Titans, uh, Now You See Me. Um, and he was the uh, showrunner for the Dark Crystal series from a couple years ago. Um, huh. Yeah, I don't know. He's, he seems to be just kind of a director for hire as far as I can tell. Um, nothing super impressive. Uh, right. He came on and um, he was offered this because um, it was originally offered to um, uh, John Favreau, but no, no, I'm sorry. Louis Leterrier was originally offered Iron Man, but John Favreau came on board for Iron Man and Marvel said, well, as a, as a, uh, um, you know, uh, a, a compromise prize you can do hulk consolation prize consolation prize thank you yeah mm. um they said they originally um were looking at adapting hulk gray which was oh. tim sales retelling of yeah. uh the uh, uh his first appearance um Where he's a boat captain right ye- yes <laughs> <laughs> um, it was written <laughs> This film uh, was written uh, by Zach Penn, Mm -hmm. who did uh, the X-Men 
movies. We've talked about him before. He'll get a credit on Avengers. However, um, when they hired on Ed Norton, Edward Norton, not Ralph Cramden's friend Ed, but uh, the actor Edward Norton, um, they he also insisted that if he was going to star, he would get to do a rewrite on the script. <laughs> and they said, sure. <laughs> so Edward Norton rewrote the entire script. Wow. Um, without credit he got paid for it but he did not get a credit on it i'm not i think that's because he is not in the writing guild if i had to guess why yeah from what i read um uh, most of norton's rewrites had to do with dialogue um but the the plot was mostly zach penn that's why penn got uh, Mm. got Mm. the credit they said just changing the dialogue wasn't enough to give a full right uh, i read briefly yeah that tim roth was saying ed norton was rewriting scenes daily yeah which is a nightmare it yeah. is 100 percent a nightmare and also like edward norton <laughs> dude come on bring it down a notch yeah. yeah exactly exactly this is why movies have directors there needs to be a yeah. leader you can't have some rogue agent rewriting the script every day from their trailer no it's like here i've got pages fuck you ed we're having lunch what are you t- <laughs> um you so, rewrote it so uh, reportedly louis leterrier's original choice for bruce banner was in fact mark ruffalo mm. yeah yeah um twist twist uh, apparently edward norton um was asked because of his uh, because of Fight Club, he plays yeah. two. You know, he has the split personality thing, right? So they were like, "Hey, you can do split personality. Um, come here <laughs> and just stare blankly at the camera for an hour and a half." Um, <laughs> sorry, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I I don't know this. Uh, yeah, he. I'm not. I don't. I'm not a fan of what the work he did on this film in particular. Well, and Mark Ruffalo recently played two characters on an HBO miniseries, which oh, was incredible. Oh, yeah, right. That mini that was a that was crazy. That miniseries was out he of is control. Incredible. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Ed Norton is not the only one with the ability to play two characters. No. In one movie. Right, and I would argue uh, not that he played two characters. Right, yeah. I don't think that he did. That ends up being the twist in the climax yeah. of the movie. But he, he was his character, and Brad Pitt was his character all the way through. He plays a guy sleepwalking. Right. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. He didn't play two characters in Fight Club, and he didn't play two characters in this movie either. Yeah. Oh, have you ever seen Primal Fear? With Richard Gere, I think it's Primal Fear. I, I've heard. I, no, I've never seen it. It's not. It's not good. And Edward Norton pretends to be this. Uh, I think he had um, associative. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, he was supposed to be split personality, and it was not very. Oh, that convincing. was that was his first movie. That was his first oh, big was movie. It? Yeah, um, Primal Fear. That's where he got his big start. Um, he uh, then, of course, he played a serial killer or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was his big break into out of stage into uh, film. Um, then he did Everyone Says I Love You, People versus Larry Flint, American History X. That was good. I mean, he was good in that, I thought. Yeah. Um, incredible. Yeah. Chilling to the bone. Yeah. I, yeah, I, seriously. Yeah, for sure. Oh, 
Um, I honestly like him best in his um, uh, in in his uh uh oh, what's his face? The, the Moonrise Kingdom, Grand Budapest Hotel. Um, oh yeah, Wes, Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson movies. movies yeah, I think this he, is the Boy Scout leader, bumbling yeah. idiot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um. So all right. So Ed Norton, uh, Lou Ferrigno did the vocal performance of Hulk throughout this. Oh, yeah. good. Wow. So this is his third uh, portrayal of Hulk. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I hear he's a like genuinely heart of gold, nice guy. He strikes me as a really chill dude in every a- Whereas, thing. Whereas like I've heard Norton is kind of a prick. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Lou Ferrigno is, yeah, gentle giant Andre style. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I've heard nothing but Ed Norton being hard to work with and full of himself. Yeah, no doubt. He's in his trailer rewriting the script. Right. Uh, muy importante. Uh, Wasn't he in Death of Smoochie? Wasn't that another one that he did? Yeah, Death of Smoochie. Yeah. That one was okay. Um, yeah. All right, so we got Lou. We- I'm sorry, were you going to talk more about Lou Ferrigno? No. <laughs> oh, okay. All I wanted to say is this dude's still working. Good. A lot. Yeah. Um, and he's looking good. I did. That's all I needed. Wanted to say. Twenty twenty. <laughs> he's or he's still got stuff coming out. Well, he was on King of Queens. Um, he was also in uh, I Love You Man with Paul Rudd and Jason Segel. That's oh, he, he he plays himself in that. Nice. Uh, Paul Rudd's trying to sell Lou Ferrigno's house, and there's a giant bronze statue of Lou in the yard. So that's something the buyer has to want. <laughs> I do. I I yeah. look for that when I'm looking at real estate. <laughs> How many statues of Lou Ferrigno does it have? <laughs> One. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure that's enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So we've got Liv Tyler as Betty Ross. Um, she got her start as, as one of the uh, the Aerosmith girls, along with our own very own Bat Girl. Um, mm-hmm. uh, she was in Silent Fall, Empire Records. Empire Records was really good. Oh yeah, yeah, she was kidding. Uh, Armageddon, and then of course she played Arwen Undomiel in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, Bride of Aragorn, <laughs> who ruled I mean, over Minas great. Tirith for nine hundred years. <laughs> I mean, you guys know the books better. But like, was that? She seemed like good casting. She was good. She seems elven. Um, I think that's the best role she's ever played. Was Arwen without question? Yeah. Um, uh, Timmy cool. Roth, Mr. Roth. Man, one one mention, uh, Liv Tyler, we're going to see her again in Super. Oh, that's right. In, oh, in yeah. A few months. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. Tim Roth. Um, he, Weird uh, casting. Yes. Um, he was really big in a lot of that, uh, those like uh, um, prestige British films in the 1980s, The Cook, The Thief, His Wife and Her Lover, Vincent and Theo. Then, of course, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead, which is a great movie and was nominated for our February monthly movie for the year 1990. Um, I first became really aware of him as an actor in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Mr. Orange. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then Pulp Fiction, of course. Exactly. Pulp Fiction. Um, four Rooms. <laughs> oh, he was the bellboy. He was so good in that. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah he was the connecting piece. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was in The Hateful Eight, uh, Rob Roy. He's Tim Roth. You know who he is. Um, Tim Roth. He's small, small in stature. He's very small. I noticed that in this film. He is very small. Um, then we got uh, 
doesn't really matter. It's just an interesting choice. Yeah, it is. Uh, Tim Blake Nelson as Samuel Stearns. Um, I, for a second, didn't recognize him because he didn't have a Southern drawl. Um, right. Uh, he was Delmar, No Brother, Where Art Thou? Um, Ballad That's Buster. where I first saw him. Yeah, yeah. That's the first place I became aware of him. Um, he was in Holes. Uh, he was Buster Scruggs. Oh, Holes. In the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, he was in Syriana. And, of course, recently he's been playing uh, Looking Glass in Watchmen, the series. Well, he he was also on Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, oh, yeah. A recurring character, her stepfather. Yeah, Yeah. he's pretty funny in that. Yeah, he is. In this movie, without the southern accent, he sounds like Adam Driver to me. (laughs) Like I closed my eyes and I just heard Adam Driver talking. (laughs) Hmm. It's weird. Um, all right. So Ty Burrell plays uh, Leonard Sampson. He is best known as Phil Dunphy um, from Modern Family. Um, he actually did other things too, apparently. Uh, he was in Black Hawk Down, which I don't remember. Evolution, the uh, David Duchovny film from 2001. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. That's the most interesting things he did. Really? Um, uh, oh, Dawn of the Dead. That, oh, right. That's the first time I saw him. Yeah. Um, we got... Uh, oh, William Hurt. William uh, Hurt. Uh, his first movie was Altered States, which is... The, I, I watched that movie as a child, yeah. and it scarred me for life. Um, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a good movie. Yeah. yeah. And didn't he win an Academy Award for... Kiss of the Spider Woman? Or was uh, that Raul Julia that got that? I don't Anyways. I don't know that he did. Um no, he, he, did, he did. The, he did. He did. He did. Um Yeah, he did. Huh. He is the most phoned in actor that I can name in the history of actors. Uh absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but he also got nominated for Children of a Lesser God, Broadcast News. Yep. Um, he was in the Big Chill. And, yeah, Big yeah. Chill. Um, History of Violence, AI. Um, Lost him and Edward face. Norton together on screen is just like a snooze fest, man. Oh, Lord. Yeah. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we've got a cameo by uh, um, Robert RDJ himself as Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie uh, has a. Oh, now I got to wait for it. This movie has 67% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I feel is about fair. Um, yeah. It's not terrible, but it's not great. And uh, let's see. Um, it's interesting. It has a 67% on IMDb as well. Huh. 6.7 out of 10. That's right where it is. Um, Crazy. <laughs> Peter Bradshaw, uh, oh. The Guardian, wrote, What Hulk smash most? Hulk smash all hope of interesting time in cinema. <laughs> uh, Hulk smash yeah. our hearts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, did we? Uh, I brought it up in conversation, but um, do we know why Ed Norton was recast with the Mark Ruffalo? Um, I still haven't looked into it too much. I was kind of going to leave that for Avengers. Okay, gotcha. Short I, version. Is that uh, negotiations broke down between Norton and Marvel Studios? 
I, uh, I assume he's incredibly expensive. Compensation. What, yeah. Again, a compensation, and I haven't looked into it, but I heard he wanted some sort of writing right writing abilities on avengers and both joss whedon and kevin feige were like no uh, no did you see your last movie do you watch those <laughs> i don't oh, know if not. it's if it's uh true um but i did hear that ed ed norton also uh, just wasn't feeling like being a team player like he's difficult he to work uh-huh. with he wanted to yeah, be a star. Yeah, he's difficult he's to work a star. with. Yeah, he couldn't, he couldn't what, share right. starhood. Yeah. So, um, guys, you ready to jump into the movie itself? Hulk smash. Eat green. Hulk sadly walked down the freeway with his thumb out. <laughs> that was out of context. Uh, eat green was uttered by Hulk several times in the the cartoon. Was it? Was he urging children to eat their vegetables? Yeah, no, he was he usually throwing a helicopter game. at something. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, or was he saying it to Betty, which could be an entirely other. Um, all right. So here we go, guys. This is <laughs> the Incredible Hulk. We open. With a credit sequence, um, this again felt very 2000s and not at all MCU-like. Um, well, except for the anatomy, you know, the inner body stuff yeah. that they showed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's marvelly. Yeah. The synapses and the so it wasn't exactly the same, but reminiscent. Well, yeah, and this is the re- requel element of this movie is them retelling the Ang Lee film. Yeah, in the, right. In the titles, yes, yeah. with different people playing the characters, with different people, and it's it's slightly different, but not super different. Yeah, uh, I found Hulk POV sort of jarring. There's a lot of that in the titles. Mm. Yeah. Pe- people just terrified of him. You know, <laughs> yes. you're, you're looking through his eyes. Yeah, I'm used it. to that, so it wasn't too unusual. <laughs> <laughs> is that how you look? That constantly that's happens. That's how I experience the world. Straight ahead. All right. I uh, feel like even in the first minute, um, this movie completely dismisses the Ang Lee um, version of the movie. Yeah. Like I, I don't see any ties at all. Um, I mean, he went to South America. That was it. Yeah. That's yeah. bad. That was all. Yeah. For Carnival. <laughs> um, but there were a lot of visual similarities again to the 70s series um the the flashes of the 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 x the skull x-ray in his face um his his like eyes turning green while it's yeah just the eyes yeah modeled yeah. um yeah yeah definitely and well and and like i said like the if you if you look at the um opening credits sequence of a uh, of the incredible hulk uh tv series he's in a machine that looks almost exactly like the machine he's in during the credit sequence here yeah um so all right uh yeah we get the condensed origin story bruce becomes the hulk injures thunderbolt and betty ross and then he goes on the run time <laughs> angry william hurt like oh i'm so mad at you for being the hulk <laughs> <laughs> but i don't seem that mad do i yeah um Time passes. We catch up with him in Brazil. He's learning Portuguese from Portuguese Sesame Street. I thought that was cute. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, we get, yeah, we get the uh, the Bill Bixby cameo there. Um, then we uh, he's learning techniques to control his anger. He right. works at a soda bottling plant. Okay, Doing I have to ask. Our way. <laughs> Doing it our way. Doing it I didn't even <laughs> think Laverne and Shirley. But, so are they making slurm? That's uh, guarana flavored soda. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I was thinking. Ha- I was thinking Jalisco, like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, Look like pineapple called, drink. It was called Pingo Dosi with guarana. Ooh, <laughs> Ping- um, yeah, and it's apparently very popular in Milwaukee. Um, <laughs> so. Um, Jude asked, why isn't he working somewhere where there's not like a lot of people? Why is he working? Yeah. Why is he working at a place that's full of like pretty ladies that want to bully him and people that yeah. want to bully him? He could have been to like, like a horse farm or something where there's like six right. people that work there. Yeah. Right. Far away right. from the middle of town. Where if he, One of the most populated countries. In state. Yeah. Where if, where if he cuts himself and bleeds on something, it's dirt <laughs> and he's not going to have to. <laughs> That's another well, good. Or if he loses his temper, he doesn't destroy the favela. You know, yeah. like, it's like I'm really yeah, trying to even, protect people from me. So I'm going to go into one of the most populous cities on earth. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, this is where his Aikido instructor lived. Yeah, or, <laughs> well, well, that's it. His, his Brazilian jiu-jitsu instructor, because that was coming into vogue at the time. Capoeira. Uh, sure. Uh, the actor is a. A famous Brazilian jiu-jitsu um, instructor, uh, but he was credited as an Aikido instructor. Is he a Gracie? In, in the credits of the movie. Because he, he looked like a Gracie. Is he a Gracie? I don't know. I have no I idea what a Gracie is. Oh, the Gracies are like the premier jiu-jitsu family. Uh, they trained oh, all ooh. the famous people. Who trained all the famous people. I had no idea. Um, Me neither. I'm looking it up. You guys continue as you were. <laughs> all right. So um, I'm yeah. looking it up too. Hang on. I'm almost. <laughs> Brian, oh, who's going to get it faster? Al, Brian, Brian in the lead. Al in the lead. <laughs> I'm making this up. I, forgot I can't question. tell. I can't see them. <laughs> I can't see their hands. Oh my God. What are they touching? <laughs> Maybe they don't have hands. <laughs> it's possible. There's one. We live in a world without people. There's just screens. There's only screens <laughs> in my world. I have to go lay down. Um, God damn it. I thought it was right here. Uh yes, it is. He is a a Gracie. Um, to do. Oh look at this! <laughs> what a cute little Gracie. Rickson Gracie. Oh yeah, so he's one of the sons of Hoist. That's interesting. All right, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> sons of Hoist. Let me know if I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> right. I researched this movie and I wouldn't know. Um. So all right. He cuts himself. His blood gets into a bottle of soda. There's also a sexy bottling lady and some bullies there who like to harass sexy bottling ladies. Um, Just really briefly, is that how the Hulk's blood works? Oh, yeah. Good question. Like, Isn't it just blood, I guess? I mean, no. If you drink the blood of a Hulk, you become a Hulk yourself like a vampire. (laughs) Everybody knows. Or you're just your lips swell, you know, and turn green. Yeah, okay. like an ana- anaphylactic type situation. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say like a Kardashian. Um, <laughs> anyway. that, that's a rough condition. Yeah. Um, but uh, who drinks the who drinks the contaminated soda? 
Stan the Man. Yeah, Mr. Stan, Stan, Stan Lee. Credited as Milwaukee yeah. Man. So. And they're they're ambiguous about what happens to him. I know, but it's fun to picture that he hulked out on his own. Yeah, I was picture. I was hoping he'd turn slightly green before they cut away from him, but he did not. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, all right, uh, Bruce procures some flowers. <laughs> then he communicates with another scientist, codenamed Mister Blue. He does it via Doug. His uh, his uh, science setup. He uh, he made a centrifuge out of a record player and bicycle parts. Yeah, that was cool. That, that was very yeah. marvel of them. Yeah. Right. Coming right after Tony Stark, same kind of thing. Yeah. Make it, making something out of nothing. Scrap parts. Well, it's, it's interesting. The first two MCU movies were about the scientists in, in the group. It's a good point. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, he, yeah, he turns, tries to turn the flowers into a cure for his Hulkism. Um, it doesn't work. <laughs> Mr. Blue convinces him to send some of his blood to him for a test. Um, so um, public service announcement, everybody. If someone asks you to mail your blood to them, don't do it. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah, I might be in some trouble, you guys. A lot of the DNA. Of they, they, pro- yeah. <laughs> they probably don't work for Ancestry.com. They're splashing it all over crime scenes, you know, throughout the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, everywhere. It's this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when they're, they're showing the, the blood underneath the microscope, uh, yeah. was testing the, the serum that he just made, um, they start to turn normal. Then the blood cells themselves all hulk out. Yeah. Yes, they do. They were mad for being exposed to oxygen it's or something. Angry blood. Well, I feel there was a scene in another movie where it showed this sort of thing through a microscope. Like uh, they thought they had they thought they had it. And then dark man. Was it oh, how's the skin going? We have one hour of it not turning you into the Hulk. <laughs> but uh, back to your uh, don't send blood in the mail to anyone. We just saw how dangerous and how seriously Bruce takes it when his blood is spilled anywhere. Yeah. So he's trusting international mail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, it, if it fits his ships. Well, and he also puts their top secret fucking encrypted code names on the box. <laughs> yeah. And he has this man's physical address. Yeah. I don't think it it's even had a P.O. Mr. box Blue. on there. It wasn't even a P.O. Scientists, box. They don't like understand the Minecraft. Yeah. Like, none of this yeah. makes sense. It should have been like from, you know, Fred to Timmy. Yeah. You know? Not yeah. your He's top like, code all names. I got, all I got is Sesame Street here, man. Come here. That's it. Uh, uh, so, all right. Also, he sent this much blood, and later on in the movie, I have so many questions about yeah. the blood. There's a lot of blood. So. Yeah. The, well, and they. There's a lot of blood. There is a lot of blood later. Yeah, we'll get there. Um. Yeah. So, Thunderbolt Ross gets word of the Milwaukee man getting gamma radiation poisoning from Brazilian soda. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. Um. Then, <laughs> So he uh, sends a, a crack unit to find Banner, including Emil Blonsky, who's an ace soldier on loan from the Royal Marines. Born in Russia, raised in England. Rocking in America. <laughs> yeah. It's like cool he's, detail. He's continental. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's worldly. Um, he looked at the whole time like he was like just doing this while he was getting ready to shoot another movie. Like he didn't yeah. seem like he was really in costume. And they're like, yeah, put the fatigues on me. Let's go. 
Well, he looks like sure? he needed to shit the whole time. That was my thought on Tim Roth's character. Well, like, he's shirt, he's shirtless a lot, and it's a it's a confusing physique that he has. You know, it is. Know. Yeah. It's it like is. Kid in the gym locker because <laughs> he's scrawny and weird. Well, it, it's because he's not is he's not like just scrawny. He's like oddly shaped. Like he's got like a, a thick torso and scrawny arms. <laughs> he's built like a wrestler. He's built like yeah, the like t- these t- MMA fighter guys are. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, so uh, Banner gets word that Mr. Blue had a breakthrough with his blood and can cure him, but he needs more data about the original experiment that turned Bruce. Uh, Meanwhile, the team of soldiers arrive at Bruce's apartment, and Bruce manages to escape, running as they chase him through the streets of Rio. Just once on the um, rudimentary internet computer that he had, uh, Mr. Blue should have been like, send nudes. (laughs) Um. And so I, I, I'll save it for unanswered questions. Um, so he runs to the bottling plant where the aforementioned bullies have been hanging out there all night after their shift yeah. ended. We're addicted to work, man. Yeah, it, it made it feel like there was some corruption going on and they didn't actually work there. Maybe, you know, like the gang ran it or something. But none of that was alluded to until this moment where they're just yeah. there. Yeah. But you're right. Well, yeah. They were they were a couple of blocks away. Again, they wanted to live close to work. And party close <laughs> to work. They, they were just hanging out yeah. hanging out in the street. They weren't, but they were nearby the bottom. Wait, wait, they weren't in the bottling plant because the entire thing was just dark and wet asphalt. Every- no, when <laughs> when when he runs into them, they're not in the bottling plant. He then yeah, runs that's to the right. bottling plant. All right, that oh. that is that escaped me in all the. The shadows and wet. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing. I thought they were just inside in the dark, like sitting around, like you know, yeah, hanging like, out in the bottling shit. plant. Yeah, no, he he goes there. Yeah, he's like they'll never suspect me in that place. We all work. <laughs> never. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The soldiers arrive. Um. The bullies cause him to hulk out, and he destroys the whole crack team except for Blonsky. Then bounds Blonsky. off. <laughs> bounds off into the jungle. He makes a hungry joke again, doesn't he? He makes the you wouldn't like me if I'm hungry joke again when the when he runs into the goons. Oh yeah, he still doesn't uh, know angry. He still no, he not... didn't. No, he he said the right word this time. He said angry this time, mm. but he he said it badly. He was like, um, "I'm bad angry." Yeah. So yeah, he, grammatically incorrect, but he does use the word angry. And then the the head tough is like, "Oh, you bad angry, G." I'm bad angry. Yeah. I'm bad angry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, Blonsky and Ross collect Bruce's computer. Ross tells Blonsky about the whole Hulk thing. Then... Uh, <laughs> the whole Hulk thing. He's back on his bullshit again. Right. Bruce wakes up in the jungle in Guatemala. He decides to yep. head back to the USA. He doesn't get a shirt until Mexico. <laughs> no, pants, more importantly. Yes. I know he has those tattered ones, but yeah. Between Guatemala and Chiapas, there was not a nothing. Nothing. No one no one loaned him like a shawl. <laughs> nothing. The dude in the truck gave him a blanket. But apparently took and, it back. And, and a- after and he left the truck, coffee from a Greek diner. Yeah, he did take it back. A cup of coffee Which, from a Greek diner. Yeah. 
I, I liked the scene of him waking up next to the waterfall. It was very on brand for the Hulk. Yeah. To be out in the, next to a tranquil waterfall in the, the jungle. That's yeah. where he was I had to, to Google the distance okay. between Brazil and Guatemala. Uh-huh. It is over 3,000 miles. How far is it from wow. how far is it from Guatemala to Chiapas? Because that's how Probably. far next to each other. They're right next to each well, other. I mean, there's some distance enough well, to take up some pants. That's all. As like as as a human being, but I mean, he traveled three thousand miles overnight. Right. Basically, is the whole more yeah. important. Yeah, I mean, which not to squawk that he can travel really far and really fast, but it would have been interesting if they had done more than just say like you know waking up in Guatemala. Most Americans, like I had to Google it. I don't fucking know how far those things are from each other. They're not in America. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, all right. So, um, meanwhile, Blonsky tells Ross, he wants to hunt banner. Ross tells Blonsky that banner didn't realize his research was supposed to be weaponized. And he offers to use some of the serum on Blonsky. He offers. Bruce, Bruce arrives back in the U.S. Where? Wait, where is this university? Where is where is Culver University? Okay, I have a question. It seemed like it was Colorado, but then they mentioned the Smoky Mountains. Yeah, I'm. I yeah. I don't know where it is. It looks like Al okay. put it. Well, I, I've got a, a sort of a timeline, sprinkles of clues. Um, Culver <laughs> University is fictional. Um, there's actually a. Uh, uh, Culver and University is an intersection in Irvine, California. Um, <laughs> this was filmed at Toronto, the University of Toronto. Um, but yeah, the Smoky Mountains, um, that put them somewhere in the vicinity of Tennessee, Georgia, or the Carolinas. Right. Um, uh, later, we see that uh, uh, in, the very, in the very last scene, he gets mail from the pawn shop in North Carolina. Um, uh, but then he mails, spoiler alert, he mails the necklace back to Betty, uh, with a Virginia address. Okay. So I think Culver University um, is supposed to be in Virginia. And so yeah, they drove. It's, it's a Virginia location in the, the like MCU. The There's a couple of other play other movies that reference it too. So then oh. the scenes on the road, um, were Betty and Bruce going to New York, right? They're driving to New York. Yep. That's how they yep. end up there. Yeah. yeah. All right. And all, yeah. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> let's. So uh, Bruce had to like sneak across into the U.S. <laughs> like <laughs> undocumented worker style. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I thought that would have been that, that's a scene that they should have included. It would have been really neat him entering the United States, right? And yeah. Tripping I was expecting it honestly. When yeah. Yeah. Well, because it would be it would be a funny sort of visual irony because no wall can stop the Hulk. In fact, the Hulk hates walls like the Kool Aid Man hates walls, <laughs> and so yeah. yeah, showing him trying to get over a wall as Bruce Banner could have been some I, funny. I, I think just I think this Thanks. shows that uh, Marvel was not getting political with anything at this point, really well, at all. Sure, you know. Sure. Uh, whereas now, if they, I think if they were to make a movie about this now, they absolutely would have had him in a in a car or in a truck or with a group of immigrants coming across the border to make a political it. point. Yeah. 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 There's always you know, been a barrier. At the yeah. US yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But anyway. All right. So um, he uh, scopes out his old university lab, sees Betty with her new boyfriend and heads to his old pizza maker. 
somehow? What's up with this pizza maker guy? I bet he worked for him. Well, no. He might have worked for him in college, but he definitely ordered from him. Sure. In the lab. We, yes. we see later Betty goes in and expects service after they're closed, which seems like that's a thing that like being a professor in this t- small town, that's a mm-hmm. thing that he, he, he allows. He seems to have a special relationship with him, though. Like not, he's not just a yeah. regular customer. Like, yeah. Was it the Ang Lee one that had Martin Starr in the lab? No, no, this had Martin Starr. This had Martin. This Starr. was this one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's who he brings. Okay. Um. Um. The Stanley, the uh, the pizza parlor owner, uh-huh. he's played by Paul Souls, uh, uh-huh. who was the voice of Banner in the 1966 Marvel superheroes animated series. Oh, wow. and and he was also the voice of Spider Man in the '67. Uh, oh wow! Huh, See, that's, that's cool. crazy. This movie deserves a lot of credit for shit like that. Yeah. yeah. That you just didn't know about. That's yeah. wild. Absolutely. Um, all right. So uh, he take the pizza. <laughs> the old, I, I, I was confused every time he didn't have an Italian accent. <laughs> yeah. Every time. Because he looks like he just should have been. Hey, it's a my old pal Bruce. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, they're not uh, New York. So that's true. They're in North Carolina. <laughs> He's the most authentic Italian. Guy in North Carolina or Virginia. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, he uh, takes him in, gives him a job, I guess, or just lets him go undercover with his stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I he, love that that's borrows, the favor he asks. He borrows the pizza gear to yeah. sneak into the lab. Yeah. He's, and some pizzas. Yeah. He sneaks in using the power of pizza, bribes his way onto a computer past Lou Ferrigno and Martin Starr. Um, <laughs> the. Uh, the moment with Lou Ferrigno uh, was cute when he says, you are the man. Because um, that was like Norton talking to Ferrigno. Yeah. That yeah. wasn't Banner yeah. talking to the guard. That was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Yeah, cool. That's a good point. To torch. Well, and Lou calls him brother. Like, Thank yeah. you, brother. Yeah. He enjoys the pizza. Like you said, the power of pizza is fu- it's legit. That's a legit yeah. phenomenon. <laughs> pizza. Yeah. I'll let people in my house if they bring me pizza. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Pizza yeah. will get you get a lot done with pizza. anywhere for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Concerning Martin Starr, this mm, character, uh, they just called him computer nerd in this movie, but okay. he would, the character was retroactively revealed to be Roger Harrington. Which is his role in the Spider-Man movies? What what is that? They officially did that oh. because I heard there they, was some confusion. But that they is officially really? did that. That yeah. is him officially. Uh, okay. Kevin Feige confirmed it. Okay. Awesome. That's cool. So he retires from research, or I guess I, he graduates from from yeah. grad school and becomes a science teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Huh. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's only like 400 people in the Marvel universe, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. All right. So, all right. He uh, discovers all his research has been erased from the uh, university computers. He decides that he's going to just move on when Betty and her boyfriend decide to go to the pizza parlor. Betty spots Bruce, who hides. Uh, Okay. All right. She sees him, and it's almost trance-like. She stands up, and now it's all about Bruce. Like she, she ghosts Samson as bad as Bruce ghosted her years ago. Like he, she just gets up and walks away, and that's the end of their relationship on screen. We don't see them together again. I would, it's, I would like it's to wild. I would like to point out that Betty Ross is one of the this Betty Ross in this movie is one of the worst female characters I have ever seen on screen. 
Yeah, um, pretty terrible. At like she yeah. exists solely to uh, provide emotional support to Bruce Banner slash the Hulk. Period. Yeah, she is well, his emotional support woman. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like Dreamweaver should have been playing in her mind when she saw him through the window. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like she's just like in her own universe at that moment. And she, it's true. She walks into that yeah. universe and never goes back. Yeah. As we'll find out later, it was her contribution to the initial experiment, um, some uh, serum that she created uh, that kept Bruce from dying of gamma radiation. That's what ah. kept him alive. Right. Um, so she did have a small part in the science, uh, not just being a female. Well, no, I got that impression all along. Sure, but as a in character, both, both movies. I mean, yeah, yeah. On, as she a, didn't do anything as a plot device. Sure, but as a a character that exists in the world, she did nothing else. Like she, yeah, she was kind she, of a shitty person. She had no internal she, life other than she was a a data repository in addition to being his comfort. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Like, Oh, I have the data here. <laughs> it's in me, which I was going to save this for the end, but tell me, tell me one thing about Betty Ross that does not have to do with Bruce Banner in this movie. I'm not talking about outside of it in this movie. Tell she, me one thing about her that had doesn't, like she's flighty. <laughs> Is she? I don't no, know. But like, it, yeah. Did she have any scenes that weren't yeah, focused around the Hulk? No, I don't think so. Only, only when she was walking and met uh, Phil Dunphy <laughs> before oh. he saw them. Yeah, they were. She doesn't that speak to her father. That's something. But why doesn't she speak to her father? Banner. That's true. Because of Banner. And even when they confront each other, her dad is in that tank to fight Banner. You know what I mean? She's yeah. trying to stop him. So yeah, and they, she's certainly never talking to another female character. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, there's only one. The, yeah, there right. isn't another exactly. female character. Yeah. Right. Well, other than the the sexy bottling lady from the beginning. <laughs> well, oh, make that three. That's well, because then there's also the the major is is a woman. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's right. No, the major was a lady suffragette. <laughs> um. All right. So, uh, Betty spots Bruce who hides, but then later that night. She comes upon him walking down the road in the rain. Mm-hmm. Lucky that. Um, well, I I feel like because she pressed Stanley for the truth, and Stanley must have told her because I don't think she just happened to come across him. She was like searching for him. I, okay, oh, but I thought he I thought he took a he went on the run unexpectedly because she saw him. Well, he was planning Rather- on moving on before he saw her. Oh, okay. Um, like he was going and he was packing up his stuff and then he's, then she saw him. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know. It was still like, I, I get, I don't know. They cut out a lot of stuff clearly as we saw from the trailer. So maybe there was something of him telling Stanley where he was going to go to. So she was able to figure out what road he would be on. Um, as it is what's in the film, there's, we have no way of knowing how she would know where the hell he was. Sure. Um, so, all right. Um, he goes home with her. She reveals that she kept a copy of Bruce's research on a flash drive. He tells Betty that her dad wants to turn the Hulk into a weapon. Um, meanwhile, Thunderbolt gives Blonsky a low dose of the Hulk juice. 
Um, <laughs> Bruce and Betty do some light flirting, and the next day, they're saying goodbye at the university for some reason when the general and his strike team attack Bruce. Uh, Bruce swallows the thumb drive, which was the most <laughs> horrific part of this entire movie. Yeah. And of course, I thought he was the intent was to shit it out, but I was wrong. No, yeah, I thought it was gonna yeah. I it was I thought it was gonna be a number two, not a number three. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think you'd be able to puke it back up like a day later. No. Right, exactly. Yeah. No, you might as well just sit on the can. He's <laughs> like, my stomach is a storage pouch, much like a marsupial. It'll just stay there. <laughs> right. Well, and he hulked out and then unhulked like that thing could be in <laughs> That could be in his appendix. Like, right by now. Why didn't you shoot it out like a rocket? Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, the, <laughs> they, they attack Bruce. He hulks out. He destroys the army team and their tanks and helicopters. We see Blonsky is now like real fast. Um, they fight. Yeah, but so. they're all, act, they're all acting like Benson from Silsby, Texas. Just, <laughs> you know, your bullets don't work, but shit. Just keep emptying those rounds, man. <laughs> Just do it, yeah. Just shoot him. Um, this is the the first time that Betty sees him as the Hulk, which is odd. Yes, and this was another thing where it's a complete departure from the first movie. Uh, yeah, it's like that was not a prequel to this, but yeah, when uh, when he first turned into the Hulk, uh, the the lab exploded, and she didn't actually see him. Uh, That's her, yeah. Then he leaves uh, when she's still in a coma, when she's still in the hospital um, and asleep, and then he's gone for five years. Right. When there had to be incidences because there's a little clock counting down. So it's odd that she never caught a glimpse of him in any way. I mean, I guess you're right about the, you know, the destruction of the lab, but if she was his partner and not just his girlfriend, you think she would have. Well, I mean, the outcome yeah. of the experiment. Yeah, I mean, she was still unconscious in the hospital when Thunderbolt was being mad at him and telling him to leave. I see. All right, so you're you're correct. This is the first time she sees him. But um, the the beast. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. So, anyways, he Blonsky t- fights the Hulk one on one. Hulk kicks his ass. Um, Betty gets injured. Um, Hulk grabs Betty and runs away. Well, she doesn't get injured. She just gets knocked unconscious, which is an injury, no. but what about, not in the they MCU. Sold, they use a flamethrower or some shit, and no, he protects a, her. It was a helicopter that exploded around them. Oh, yeah. okay, fair enough. Yeah, right? There pro- was a fireball. He protects her, but yeah, she's just unconscious and totally cool when she wakes up later in the forest. No issues. Well, no, no. And she, it's such, she freaks out. No, 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 no. I'm, saying, well, no, I'm like, saying no injury issues. Oh, okay. Yeah, health-wise, like her hair would have been burned off. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, He's literally was, carrying her over this barbecue flame. Though to, and her the, hair is dangling really dramatically, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, she'd be bald and also yeah. horribly burned and disfigured after this." Just very badly. Yeah. Though, though to be <laughs> though to be fair, if we start nitpicking um, physics issues in the MCU, we're in for a bad time. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. true. But what was interesting was this was a total homage to King Kong, this scene. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, like, she she gets less trepidatious and starts to see his good side. 
he's upset, doesn't know why, <laughs> wants to hurt her. And, <laughs> and he's afraid of lightning as well. Yeah, he's throwing rocks at the lightning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, been there. Which, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Been, been there. <laughs> Woo. Um, so, all right. Um, so then we learn, let's see, uh, the army found Banner through Betty's boyfriend. Thunderbolt's willing to sacrifice Betty to get to the Hulk. Blonsky's in the hospital, um, expected to die. <laughs> um, meanwhile, hiding in the woods, Betty calms Bruce down, who de-hulks. Um, yeah, yeah, just like this whole scene, like, like, like I'm your I'm your mother and your lover, Hulk. Like I'm calming yeah. you down. I'll teach you and help you. Sun's getting real low. Emotional. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Like the emotional heavy lifting. <laughs> that's all she's right. there to do. That's what she'll do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, they get a motel room the next day. <laughs> she pays. Um, Bruce pukes up his thumb drive. <laughs> They spend the night in the motel, kiss for a little while, but Bruce tells Betty they can't do the nasty Hulk dance because he'll get big and green. The nasty and, Hulk dance. And then she would explode, correct? <laughs> yeah, I would assume so, yes. <laughs> um, We've never seen the Hulks. We had the bit with the uh, the bright purple stretchy pants. Yeah, that was yeah. cute. That was fun. Like, stretchy? They were, they were the stretchiest they had. It's like... I'll take my chances. I noticed that no matter what pants he was wearing, they always got wet and dark and purplish. No matter yes. what pants he was wearing to begin with. Not full right. purple, but a little purpley. Yeah, uh, I agree. So, all right. So, back at the base, Blonsky just heals up and he's all good, ready to go. He's doing good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bruce and Betty go on the run off the grid. She has to sell her mother's locket for travel money. Um, Bruce sends his data to Mr. Blue, but the military intercepts his message. <laughs> that was the scene where it was the like in the cyber world and the military was intercepting the message. Yeah. Jude just started laughing and laughing because right. it was such a 2008 look at like the internet. the internet it was yeah. practically it was practically hackers with like the numbers just floating around people's heads right uh, so all right so they know where he's going in general they know he's heading to new york uh betty suggests to bruce that he try to control the hulk rather than just get rid of it um they discover the military has a checkpoint going into new york um so they they take a, a boat they they a secret boat <laughs> From New Jersey, I assume, into Manhattan. You know, yeah, just find a guy in Staten, and he'll just put you in his boat. I mean, well, what's the plan with the roadblock? Like the Hulk won't go any further without showing identification. <laughs> well, yeah. Skip the roadblock, maybe. Be like, do you have any oranges? Any fruit you want to declare? <laughs> declare. I declare fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Not how it works. <laughs> how it works, Michael. You can't. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. So, um, <laughs> yeah, they arrive in New York. They have a very bad cab ride. This scene felt so out of place. Yeah. It was like from a different well, yeah. movie. Yeah, it was supposed to be very lighthearted, and comedic. 
And like I could, it, it was a MCU-ish kind of scene, but it just did not land for me personally. No. Yeah. I was okay with it. <laughs> All right. I do like her screaming at the end. That was that that was the only part that made me chuckle a little bit. It was the only time she spoke above a whisper in the entire film. Yeah, right. yeah. It it gave her character for one brief moment. Yeah, and then her her telling him to zip it. Yeah, that was yeah that was good. I like that delivery. Yeah. Um. So all right, they uh, find Doctor Samuel Stearns, aka Mister Blue. Um. We got Mr. Blue, Mr. Green, Mr. Orange. <laughs> yeah, Tim Rothson. Yeah. Um, he's Mr. Orange, right? Yeah. Uh, they use uh, his lab to try to cure Bruce. It seems successful, although Stearns can't tell if it's going to be a permanent cure or just temporary. Uh, the military moves in to catch Bruce and Betty. Uh, meanwhile, Stearns reveals he's been replicating Bruce's blood and performing experiments. Yeah. So we can just oh, rep- whoopsie. We can just replicate blood now <laughs> yep. yeah yep. he had so much of it he had a lot he made a lot of blood this should that really I... so this is this a should u- really this is a universe that now has blade in it so that means there are vampires in the mcu which means that this guy has a cure for vampires having to hunt humans because he can just make blood Maybe, but then it's at the same time, Bruce's blood is poisonous, apparently. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, what happens uh, if a vampire eats his blood? Do they get hulked out? Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a, or that's a Marvel one-shot. A biochemist or whatever kind of scientist he was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what kind of scientist are you? Yeah, a gamma scientist, I guess. Yeah, yeah, just gamma, just general gamma. <laughs> yeah, I, I in my science pit. I, yeah, I have a doctorate in gamma. It's just, just, just gamma. <laughs> so, all right. Um, Bruce wants to destroy all of his research, but just then he gets tranked by the military. They capture him. Um, Blonsky is like freaking out. Uh, he's getting real ro- roid ragey. Um, yeah, they load Bruce he's trying to get him to to transform. Yeah, he wants him to Hulk. He's he's yeah. still itching for a fight. Yeah, which I mean would not have worked well for him if not at this point. No, not at this point. It was a bad idea on his part. So was it that it was only a temporary, or did he have to re-power? No, it did it's, he lose his powers at any point, no, really? No, it seems that that was just temporary. He didn't actually lose his powers. The All right. um Stern said He I, says it multiple times. Like it might or it might not. We it don't might know. just right. be this time. Yeah, we don't yeah. know. And it was just that time, it turns out. Um so yeah, they go Bruce and Betty get in a helicopter. Um they're taking Bruce back to the lab. Um luckily the train wore off pretty fast. Um Back at the university, Blonsky knocks out the major lady um, and then um, doesn't have to spend too much time convincing Stearns to give him a dose of the Hulk juice. Uh, No. So I have, before we leave Stearns' lab, I have one question about it. Why does every science lab have a leather human experimentation bed with straps (laughs) on it? This is a yes, university. Everyone, like, sir, you're a pediatrician. <laughs> right. 
Yes. Like there are all kinds of weird gray areas in this movie, but that one is a moral dark, dark, dark area. Well, even if it's a decrepit warehouse factory, like in Batman or recently Dr. Doom, it's like, it's this, but they all have that. Well, but this is, this is a university science. Like he, he has his covered in plastic. Like he's like, oh, you know, it could I, get messy. I save it. We need to be. We need to be able to use it at any point oh, in time. I don't want to have to dust it off. Like, like every time I give Hulk blood to somebody, they just shit and shit. <laughs> it's horrific. But I could see him. Like he has to get funding from the for this. Yeah, you know, this is a university. <laughs> he takes donors got- on tours through that place. He's also got the chomp guard and the the lobe shockers. Right. Yeah, oh, he right. shocks yeah. him. And it's it like, sir, you are, have a doctorate in linguistics. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? And that was a very antiquated electroshock. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, that was like one flew over the cuckoo's nest era. Yeah. But then it felt at like the same time, Right. And at the same time, that sciencey bullshit where like, there's all this equipment, but he's got to roll from one keyboard to go tap, tap, tap. And he's got to roll over to another keyboard. <laughs> he has to, <laughs> he has to kick a box. Yeah. Yes. Multiple times. Box. Right. Yeah. What Again, is all this shit? But you have a glass room full of bags of labeled blood. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you synthesized. Yes. <laughs> And All right. this is the most expensive machine in the entire hospital. <laughs> the blood duplicator. And this is the machine that goes ping. ping. Um, so Stearns uh, gets some. Uh, All right. So Stearns um, does the whole Hulk thing to Blonsky, who turns into Abomination. Abomination messes Stearns up a little on his way out the door. And Stearns gets some of Banner's blood mixed in with his own head wound. And his head begins to pulse and enlarge. Which must have been very confusing for your average viewer who has no fucking idea who Leader is. Right. Yeah. Um, That's not how you leave a clue for a future movie, too. So this is a, this is, yeah. this is a um, thread that was never tied off in the MCU. Leader oh, yeah, is leader. out there somewhere, yeah. apparently. Um, apparently. So, all right. Uh, Abomination. Runs amok through New York. <laughs> okay, Harlem. It could have been any nondescript the Apollo uh, place was right in New there. York City. It could just be a city. Yeah. But yeah, he's got to go uptown and mess up turn, their neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, they turn Harlem into a war zone. That's where some Motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> he almost uh, hits Omar Little with a thrown car. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Michael, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's oh, just he visiting town from line. Baltimore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Omar's not coming. Omar's on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so, all right. Uh, Ross gets word about what's going on. They uh, chopper heads back to the city. Bruce convinces the general to let him fight Abomination. He and Betty have a tearful goodbye, and he does the jump out of the helicopter and. <laughs> yeah. Lands in the pavement. The Hulk fist comes out. He's does the big fight with Abomination through the streets of New York. Um, I thought the C- CGI was pretty bad. I did not like the Hulk. It didn't hold and up. First yet. of all, there was no face modeling. There was nothing to indicate. You know, 
as opposed to Ruffalo later on. Maybe oh, it was yeah. technology, but oh, yeah. um, that was a totally different Hulk. They they did, probably didn't even know who was cast yet. But ironically, are, are you sure that wasn't just maybe. Ed Norton's face the whole time? Just is like I've rewritten the script. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Hulk. He's like I am expressionless throughout. But ironically, I thought Abomination looked cooler than Hulk. They both looked pretty lousy, but yeah. The, yeah. the CGI did not hold up. It was like, it was a was huge step backwards from what was going on in Iron Man. Huge Iron Man. step there, backwards. There are two or three shots of the Hulk that look good. Uh, when they're in the cave with Betty, when they're on the rooftop and the lights shine on him. And then there was like one other shot where I was like, oh, you know, okay, I buy it. But everything swinging. else in motion. Yeah, yeah. The motion looked awful. It did. Good. It looked very CG. Um, it was... That said, the design was way better than Ang Lee's 2003 Hulk, but... Yes. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. The green. The green was a way better green than Ang Lee's weird green that he had. Yeah. Well, and the muscular, yeah. musculature, the texture. Yeah. You know. And I mean, he looked ripped. He didn't look puffy. He didn't look yeah, like a yeah. rubber right. doll. But, I mean, again, they had, Michelin, they, they had five years to, to, you know, get texture better. Right. So, you know. Um, all right, so uh, they fight. Abomination is winning. Um, then the uh, Abomination brings the helicopter down because Ross is trying to shoot him. Um, then I I was honestly confused until Al reminded me that Hulk gets stronger as he gets angrier. Yeah. Because it seemed like Hulk was just getting his ass kicked until he suddenly wasn't. Yeah. Well, he he sees Betty's at risk, and it upsets him. And that, yeah, that upsets him, and yeah. he gets stronger when he gets angrier. I, I that's kind the of, King Kong yeah. element there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then, but it was it's cool that he was using the front ends of two cars, and they looked like the Hulk, the uh, Hulk gloves. gloves yeah. You could buy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back in the day, yes, that, that was kind of fun. Yeah, that was great. Um, so yeah. Um, he chokes out Abomination. He doesn't kill him. Yeah, just, he yeah. just chokes him out with a chain. Um, because she she t- tells him to stop. He's about to pop his head off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, she's like, no, we, he has to he has to stand trial. <laughs> yeah. We we see we see a couple of like classic Hulk moves. We hear him say Hulk smash. Yeah, and he hits the ground, and it causes the the like uh, earthquake. You know, yeah, the crack thing. thing in the and then the helicopter's about to burst into flames and he claps his hands together. Hulk yeah. Slap, yeah. Baby Hulk slap. Yeah, he's yeah. done that. Yeah. And it and it like causes a Oof. creates a vacuum basically, uh, which doesn't burst their the eardrums or kill anyone in the helicopter. <laughs> yeah. Which you know, they're jello people inside that steel cage. They would all be dead. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah. Uh, uh, Anyways, yeah, at, I thought those were cool moments. They too. were absolutely. At, at one point, when he's uh, choking Abomination out, he like pulls the the elbow spike. He rips the elbow spike out of his his arm. Oh and stabs yeah. Him with it. yeah, yeah, that was rough. I I don't understand how Blonsky's bone elbows were able to puncture the Hulk's skin. That's something that uh, that bugged mm. me a little mm. bit because like uh, something, even something Wolverine. Hammer. Yeah, some gamma, gamma. Uh, loophole. But like Wolverine, anytime that Wolverine would fight him, you know, he would like puncture him and he would heal immediately. But he's yeah. like bleeding out this whole time. So, yeah, something, something gamma. I'll buy it. Yeah. I'll believe it. Yeah, no. Um, so, all right. He, uh, there's, oh, I'd, I'd like to point out there's a crowd of civilians watching this. Like, 
with like phone cameras and everything. I feel like I feel like this is kind I feel like that was a late addition after seeing mm. Iron Man and like Iron Man being public. I feel like the whole right. like public superheroes thing they decided yeah. to play into that. I don't know. It became I, deliberate, well, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what it felt like to me. We won't revisit this in in a movie, but we see it in the Netflix Marvel universe. The cuz it's all based out of Hell's Kitchen, you know. Oh, right, the same yeah. area of New York. They talk about this at great length. That's the most we revisit this scene in the Marvel universe, basically, which yeah. is really, really interesting to me seeing that, having them like, Oh, remember that time that Harlem got torn up by that big green guy and that other guy who had bones sticking out of him, you know, <laughs> yeah. like kind of vaguely talking about the Hulk. Yeah. That's why I think it's weird that Betty never saw him as the Hulk. I understand not in person one-on-one. So that yeah. would have a different emotional effect, of course, but yeah, so, she had to have seen him. All right. Well, they, in all the paper clippings, they never had a photo of him. Um, they didn't even have a shot of him on the, the, the campus when, when the kid had the cell phone. That's true. Yeah. There, there's that one of him He's just walking through the forest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So um, Hulk bounds off into the night. Because the, uh, the other cop, the other helicopter comes and shines a light on him. He's like, mm-hmm. Hulk no like to be in spotlight. Hulk <laughs> prefer anonymity. Hulk backstage. <laughs> Hulk puppet Hulk master. Tech. <laughs> yeah. Um he does say one word. Betty. And then bounds off Betty. into the night. Uh it's always the girl. It's always the girl. Um, um who then fades into obscurity. She disappears forever. Well, yep. uh, she sadly visits the Statue of Liberty at some point later. We see her. Oh, and that's right. She does not know to recharge her digital camera. Um, right. Yeah. Or buy batteries. Or yeah, buy batteries. batteries. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. only I knew how to. Yeah. yeah, it dies. I'm pretty sure that picture still exists on the hard drive of the camera, Betty. It's right. not gone forever. I think they were implying that it gets deleted forever, though. They were. They were right. trying to imply yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. Um, but Brian's right. They never revisit this. Late, you know, the Hulk returns, but no mention of Betty ever returns. Everett Ross returns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ross portrayed they, by the same actor. Don't they, appears. Don't, yeah. don't they name check her in Avengers? In Ultron, they're talking about their girlfriends. They're trying to one up um, each other. But yeah. Um, he's not really participating because then after that scene, he and Nat have sort of a little scene at the bar. Yeah. All right. So, um, all right. So in the woods, Bruce gets Betty's locket back. He meditates and then apparently transforms into the Hulk on purpose. It seems like he's like smiles. Yeah. He's like happy about it. He's, he's meditating to, to gain control so he can, uh, control. learn how to Hulk out. At will. Yeah. Did you catch the? Did anybody catch the address on the uh, the package from the pawn shop? No. No. Um, so the pawn shop was in North Carolina, um, but uh, it said uh, Milburn Pawn Shop, Highway sixty one. Ah. Uh, nice. Um, what is that a reference to? I'm sorry. Highway sixty one. Just a Bob Dylan oh, oh, reference. Oh. Oh yeah yeah okay. I thought the name was got me. sorry. Yeah. So, um, Highway sixty one. Hulk getting control. Betty was the one who told him because he's like, I just want it out of me. She says like, well, why don't you just learn how to control it? Mm-hmm. And then we see that later on with Mark Ruffalo being like, I'm always angry. You know, Wait, I can become the Hulk whenever I want. That, which is the culmination of that spark that she sparked there. 
yeah. That well, and it's why, well, actually, I it's guess why, Professor Hulk would be the ultimate culmination. But anyways, I'm sorry. Go ahead, yeah. Josh. Which we got, right? I mean, because that's yeah. what I mean. They, they stuck to the evolution of the Hulk, including this one. This one, he's barbaric and can't communicate and understand. And then he gets a little brighter. Then there's Ragnarok Hulk, who can think and articulate, but he's still Hulk. And then finally, Professor Hulk, yeah. Ruffalo, who permanently changed. Yeah. Yeah, so I, good I, for them. <laughs> Once again, revisiting his development in Endgame, where Hulk Hulk hates the stairs. It's yeah. such like a small step yeah, forward for him in development, yeah. but it's cool to re-see that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so, all right, uh, then we get what's supposed to be an after credit sequence, but isn't, but is before the credits. Um, it's before in a bar somewhere, Thunderbolt's getting very drunk. Uh, Tony Stark shows up. Drinking chartreuse. Yes. (laughs) Which is a little liquor. Guarana, like, soda. Yeah, Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Tony Stark shows up, references the super soldier program, tells Ross that they're putting a team together. Oh, I'd like to point out, too, that in the beginning credits, we did get a reference to Stark Industries and Nick Fury. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's right. Well, and uh, the device that the Blonsky stuff the serum is held in has stark industries on it too yeah <laughs> the blonsky method <laughs> um and that's it roll credits on the incredible hulk well, sad music yeah hitchhiking on the freeway he, the lonely he's man definitely beca- he's definitely become more credible <laughs> as the <laughs> yes. movies went on yeah um okay i have a few unanswered questions um that uh okay shoot what happened to bruce's dog Tim Roth tranked him, and then he's just an ownerless dog in Brazil. He's just a favela dog again. Yep. Yeah. Made that, probably a stray to begin with. It, it probably made, left the doors open. Made me legitimately sad. Um, Back to the streets from once he came. Yeah. Um, uh, I had, <laughs> is Liv Tyler capable of speaking above a whisper? Um, no. Uh, Only when she is very upset. Why? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah at cab drivers. Right. Um, why does Thunderbolt Ross hate universities? <laughs> that he destroys them so prolifically. Well, in the original brand. comic, he hates intellectuals. Science. Yeah, yeah, experimentation. But uh, so does the whole boomer generation. You yeah, know? like <laughs> the intellectuals, Harvard intellectuals, and the Berkeley intellectuals. So, yeah, um, somehow a bad thing. And my final question. How many laws did General Ross uh, break in his extra constitutional pursuit of uh, of Bruce Banner on American soil? That's why I asked. Yeah, it seems like it's just his little pro- rogue mission. Like the military yeah. is not allowed to operate like that in no. yeah within the American, especially domestically. Yeah, domestically, I mean, exactly. It, it would have been really neat to have Shield be doing this and him kind of trying to drag shield along doing it. That would have been cool. Real quick. I uh, forgot to mention this during the casting, um, but Tim Roth is set to reprise this role in the upcoming She-Hulk series. Wow. Really? That's cool. Yep. That's cool. I, I'm honestly wondering if we're going to uh, get leader at some point too. I mean, I feel like they're bringing back every little thing that ever occurred in any Marvel movie. They might as well. She-Hulk would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have a few unanswered questions regarding the larger plot of the Marvel cinematic universe. Uh, The leader has a, 
effectively developed a vaccine for hulking out from moment to moment. Yeah. Right. So it may not work forever. But how does Tony Stark not know about this? How does S.H.I.E.L.D. not know about this if they were there oh, after the fact? Yeah. Because like, they made Veronica. Hulkbuster. Right. Hulkbuster. Why not exactly. put one of these injection things in the Hulkbuster and just yeah. stick that in his neck? And it's like, cool, sweet. Now we're just going to take you somewhere and, you know, put on some like Zen music. <laughs> like your you Mr. Know? T in the AT. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Tell him he wasn't on a plane. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Well, they'd have to put him in a dialysis machine, um, right, to make it work. That's true. Well, I mean, yeah, Tony Stark can that, weaponize yeah. anything. I guess you know, you just get a couple of these machines that attach to him and pump those into his into his Fair. Hulk butt or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, that that that's the biggest like hanging thread for me on this movie is like, damn, we have the ability to make him unHulk. Why do we need Black Widow to be like, hey, big guy, let me just touch yeah. your leg? Touch the inside of your thigh. Well, I mean, did Abomination destroy it? Sunset. Like, like he's on an acid trip. <laughs> She's just guiding him. Yeah. Um, did Abomination destroy all that lab stuff, though, on his way out? Potentially. Yeah. yeah. Potentially, yeah. I mean, maybe. The, the doctor seemed like a pretty, uh, he seemed like he was taking notes. He seemed like he had been oh, working sure. on this as his, like, right, he was, wanted to win a Nobel scrupulous. Prize. Yeah. yeah. So, did did he, when he transforms into the leader, does he scurry away with all his research? Oh, <laughs> I love, yeah. I wish they had shown some scurrying. <laughs> I'm <laughs> down for any sort of scurrying. I love scurrying. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a really cool post credit scene is actually having a post credit scene of him, like, you know, walking down the freeway, thumb out, happy music. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> or with a, a beast in the Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. With a big, big, weird hat, like a shawl wrapped around his head. A chef's hat. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> a turban. Um, <laughs> all right. So, all right. That brings us to the rankings, guys. Um, we need to put okay, this on the list somewhere. Um, 2003's Hulk is at 49. It's a way. How down many there. movies total have we done? We're on like what 74? 75. This is the 75. 75. Oh, huh. Well, it's better than it's better than Angley's Hulk, but not by a whole lot. Um, is it better than Howard the Duck? Yeah, yeah, it is I thought, better. I thought this was leaps and bounds above the the last Hulk. I, I agree. Um, oh yeah, I agree. No gamma radiated poodles. It, it was very on brand. Um, being chased by the military, it was it basically started from. You know, uh, from go, um, uh, All right. having the 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 big bad fight uh, with the abomination. I mean, that's that's what we wanted as fans was yeah Hulk fighting a, a, big, a more evenly matched, yeah. a more evenly matched thing. And it's at the end; it's in a populated <laughs> area. It's not him jumping around sand dunes and fighting weather. Yeah, and they retain elements for future MCU. So yeah, it is better than Howard. It's better than the first one. Um, I mean, I think it, it's better than the Fantastic Four movies. If we're I was just going to ask, absolutely, I absolutely yeah. agree. Is it better than? <laughs> let's see. Is it better than Superman three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? I think this it, should this should go wait, pretty pretty high up compared to some of these other things. Wait, too. Superman three? Yeah, uh, was Richard Pryor? Yeah, that was a hot mess, but. Well, I mean, it was a fun hot mess, absolutely. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, 
Okay, so above Superman 3, we've got uh, Turtles and Darkman. Um, well, it's better than... Uh, no, I don't know. Constantine. Wow, we have Constantine way up there. Um, every once in a while, I get really surprised by a movie. Yeah. We put it. I'm like, really? Well, we did that? Constantine's really good if you watch March of the Penguins in the middle of it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, no, I'm just a little befuddled by why Constantine's at 23. That seems really high. Um, it wow. Was awful. It had a lot of cool elements. It wasn't a bad movie. I'm just, I'm yeah. surprised. Um, above that, we've got Sky High, Mystery Men, Blade 2. Um, Al, what are your thoughts? Where do you think it should go? Um, we're in the right area. I don't think it's gonna go above Superman Returns. No, which is just above Blade Two. Yeah, I don't think so either. Do you want to put it in... I don't yes. know if this was better than Blade Two. Yeah, uh, yeah, I kind of agree. So we've got these three here, which is like a kids' movie and two comedies. Um, somewhere between Blade Two and Constantine, I feel like, and the mask. Okay. Yeah, so like. Better than Sky High. I don't know if it's better than Mr. Man Men because I just that has a place in my heart. But yeah, it's be- better yeah. than Sky High, which wasn't bad. We want to put it in, be- or maybe we'll right at, yeah, at number twenty-one. I'm up with All that. Right. Okay. All right, here we go. The Incredible Hulk went in at number twenty-one. I'm curious to see if this is going to be our lowest-rated MCU movie. It might. Um, we've got a couple stinkers coming up. I mean, not stinkers and stinkers by MCU standards, not like four two. Yeah, um, yeah. We've got um, Iron Man. We've got both of the first two Thors. I mean, none of yeah. those are none of those are like <laughs> Civil War Guardians of the Galaxy level stuff. Right. Yeah. And Captain America never did anything for me. Like I never cared about that character. So it'll be interesting to watch him again, see if that's changed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I like Chris Evans cap, but yeah. Oh, I like uh, it. Oh yeah, definitely. I like that. I meant the character itself. It was the same when I heard Iron Man would be the first one. Like really Iron yeah. Man. But, yeah. yeah. So, all right. So um, a couple quick things um, before we uh, get on to next week's movie, um, our monthly movie, which we were going to, uh, Reveal at the end for February is going to be Gremlins 2. It won by a mile. Like it was not even close. It is Um, certifiably batshit nuts. It got it got nearly 50% of the vote. Wow. It's crazy. Wow. It was it was not close. Um, Crazy. After watching Gremlins for the Christmas for, for December. Um, and this happening to be the year, uh, it, I just knew we had to do it. I got mm-hmm. confused because I also watched Die Hard um, uh, after watching Gremlins. I think it was Christmas Eve when I watched Die Hard. But hmm. uh, 1990 was our year. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. It was also when Die Hard 2 came out. So mm-hmm. if either if Die Hard had won, I would have nominated Die Hard 2. Yeah. Or Die Harder. Yeah. Well, yeah. Gremlins 2 is just insane. It's like they, yeah, they, Gremlins too. they ended up not having a franchise and I feel like they told Joe Dante to ruin it. 
Yeah. Like, like go in there and ruin it. Make people hate fucking Mogwais and Gremlins. But do it in the most batshit crazy way you could possibly do it. So crazy. And then there's a Donald Trump character. Uh, oh, oh, that'll uh, be interesting. Yeah. Clamp is his name, but yeah. Hmm. All, right. All right. So yeah, that's it. And next week, join us for Harmless Phosphorescence when we will be watching Hancock. Uh, the Fresh Prince. Woo. Um, that'll be interesting. I haven't I seen that was, since it came out. It's been a while. I thought it was a fun take. Same. Yeah. yeah, Jason Bateman's in it, I think. Yeah, I, I remember it being like 50%, like really fun, and then all of a sudden it goes off the rails. Was is my age. Charlize Theron, right? Yes, she's yeah. in it. Yeah. yeah, I remember the plot twist, uh, which I won't say until the plot twist. But... <laughs> until next, yeah, until next week. So, yeah. all right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is your host, Thoreau Smiley, uh, reminding you that my whole body is property of the U.S. Army. <laughs> I'm Josh CC, and hey, I hate the government as much as anybody. I'm Brian Lesh, and one day I will have my gamma doctorate. I'm Alaric Weber, and my whole body is property of the KISS Army. <laughs> <laughs> gamma, gamma, hey, gamma, hey. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye, Bye, guys.